0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to January 12th. It is Wednesday, halfway through this week, the second week of 2022. Hey, yesterday we did uh, see a little bit of a a bounce back in the marketplace. Uh, We'll talk about that and more, as well as uh, Consumer Price Index comes out this morning. That's going to be a big deal because that's going to start to give us some information about what inflation and what price increases we're really seeing uh, across the board. So that and more, when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. But before we do that, let me just remind you folks, there's only one thing that any of us can control out there in our portfolios, and that's how much risk you have. And if you don't know how much risk you have, or you're not sure how much risk you have, that can be very damaging as we head into these ups and downs of the marketplace. That's why we here at Statler Financial developed a core retirement design To help folks design the retirement they always dreamed of, give us a call, 863-382-0037, to walk through our core retirement design so that you can be better prepared for your retirement. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. With that, we got Dave coming up next.
1: ...together again for the very first time. It's 8.40, 20 before 9. I'm checking on your money and find out what Sam Hill's going on on Wall Street. We do have Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services on the line this morning, and... uh, Boy, we uh, really are growing on an inflation rate, aren't we, Philip?
0: Yes, sir, we are. And uh, I guess we kind of expected it, right? If you just walked into grocery stores and look at prices in general, and we've been seeing inflation, but now they're telling us uh, what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, anybody like you say anybody that's been grocery shopping knows that things are El stinko. I was talking about, uh, uh, I think, on Monday while I was soloing, the uh, folks from Canegra fleshed out their annual, their quarterly report that they'd given earlier, and they said that some of the items that they're using as ingredients in the food products they're making are up like seventy-five percent in price over what they had been doing, which I suppose makes seven percent annual inflation. Sound almost
0: modest, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I guess it really does. Um, but it, if those things continue to go up, and obviously they're little pieces of the puzzle that go into place to the overall increase that we're seeing in inflation, and, and you know, that number we saw is the highest, um, that it's been since 1982, Dave, and 1982, um. I just graduated from South Florida Community College, back then known as South Florida Junior College, with my AA degree getting ready to go to Florida State. So that was a long, long, long time ago.
1: Absolutely. That was during the time that Gladys and I were trying to buy our first house. And I remember what the interest rates were like when the Fed decided to try to choke inflation off just with monetary policy. And uh, we were shopping for a mortgage, and a 30-year fixed mortgage at that time was over 13% while we were trying to choke down a 7 and 8% impl- uh, inflation rate to the consumer price index. So people, when we're looking at the notion of 7% inflation rates, it has been real unpleasant sometimes coming down from those numbers.
0: That's right. And, you know, let's just Um, I I know we got some other things I was talking about, but that really plays into the mortgage application rate that we're seeing right now, Dave, because Mm -hmm. what we're seeing is uh, they actually increased by two percent last week, even though rates have gone up by about a third of a percent. And that's because people believe rightfully so that mortgage rates are going to go higher. So they feel like, hey, look, mortgage rates are not gonna get any lower than what they are right now. If I'm gonna buy a house. Let's do it now before interest rates get even higher.
1: Yeah, mortgage rates are almost a good microcosm example of uh, advice that you guys in the investment industry give. Never try to time the bottom of a market because it ain't going to work one way or the other. And folks are responding rationally saying, this is probably as good as it's going to get. I missed the bottom. So by gosh, let's do it in a hurry, all right? That's
0: right. And So they're trying their best to, uh, to find something which has its own issues right now.
1: Understood, yeah, fleshing out the the, uh, the inflation figures that came out because the government issues an entire set of them, uh, the consumer price index month over month during the month of December was one half a percent up now that doesn 't sound monstrous, except we were expecting four tenths of a percent. Which means we uh, missed what we expected by well by, by five tenths of a percent is twenty percent whereas twenty percent worse than four tenths of a percent. So I call that a pretty good sized miss on the on the wrong side. The core CPI, in, which excludes you know dumb electives like food and energy stuff that we can live without, annualized went up by five and a half percent. It was up by five-tenths of a percent last month. And you roll those all into the ball, and that's where you get that 7% number that you and I are bandying about right now on the overall consumer price index. And 7% inflation. When when do you suppose that uh, Paulson is going to figure we've made up the average and got us back down to 2% average?
0: (laughs) Hey, I I feel like we're past it already. But let's face it, it's... uh, you know, I, I saw. I mean, I think we we talked about when the Fed minutes came out that talking about three interest rate hikes. And Dave, I'm hearing rumors now of economists and analysts really predicting four interest rate hikes in 2022.
1: I was kind of backed up by Paulson's testimony on the Hill with Congress yesterday. I mean, there, there were the usual sparks. The Democrats want him to keep money loose as a goose. Republicans wanted him to clamp down. But really, the only meaty stuff that he gave out was the, quote, if we have to raise interest rates more over time, we will. So we're even getting some, some uh, smoke signals out of the uh, guy in charge of the Fed that, uh, yeah, this might, uh, three, three interest rate hike, that might actually be a modest expectation.
0: Yeah, and that's um, that's concerning. You know, that's going to put some screeching halts into, I believe, our economic growth um, in in overall general terms. So uh, hopefully we don't get to that. We can slow this thing down enough and slow inflation down enough that we don't have to go to those extreme um, numbers of, of interest rate hikes.
1: Well, absolutely. And you and I have related the story before the early 80s when we needed to get inflation under control. Not only did it skyrocket home mortgage interest rates, but it put us into a, yes, very short, but very, very deep recession there for a while when we ratcheted things up to the point where uh, about the only thing you could do that would be worse would be a COVID shutdown in order to shut business down because the business activity chart just fell like a rock in the early 80s. Now, it did choke inflation out of the marketplace and gave us a long stretch of really modest inflation. But the pain that we went through in the process of fixing the problem only through monetary policy, uh, thanks but no thanks. I really wish they'd started doing this about 12 months ago.
0: Yeah, uh, Absolutely. It would have been the smart thing to do, but you know there's smarter people than you and I sitting up there in those boards. So uh, we just move on and deal with what we have, and try to do the best we can to uh, to grow our portfolios and to uh, get through the economic times.
1: Absolutely, and we talk about it on the radio. That's power, I'll tell you. That's right. Uh, The table yesterday was pretty well set. I mean, it was, uh, I don't know whether it was bottom fishing uh, or whether or not actually people saw bottom, but the Dow went up by 183 points. Standard & Poor's was up by almost 43. And NASDAQ had a nice recovery, a full percent and a half, up by 211 points yesterday. You think that was just bottom fishing and finding the bargains after a few days of really crummy drops?
0: I think that was probably part of it, Dave. You know, a lot, a lot of people still believe there's some up movement in this marketplace. Uh, When I look at some of the analyst calls and some of the big names out there, um, you know, they, they're predicting that this thing's going to continue to go. Um, Nobody knows, right? I mean, everybody can predict all they want, but nobody really and truly knows what's going to happen. It just takes one black swan event to, uh, you know, to cripple the markets for, for a short time period.
1: Absolutely. There is some good news floating around out there since we're kind of into tidbit time waiting for the uh, earnings season reports to come out. Big Lots announced this morning that uh, they're going to open up to 500 new stores in the next few years after a decade in which they kind of put expansion on pause. They're back on the growth rate. They say they're going to be a big market out for cheap couches and pillows. So 500 new Big Lots stores. At least there's one brick and mortar store that sees some optimism out there.
0: Uh, and, and that's good because uh, so much went to online through COVID. Um, you know, one of the things that I did see, we have um, banks coming out. Um, I think four to five banks will report on Friday. And um, I, this came across my ticker. I find this one interesting. They haven't reported yet, but Ally Financial, um, mm-hmm. the, the online bank, they do have a couple of brick and mortar stores here and there, um, but they announced a 20% dividend increase. Uh, For the quarter. So and a two billion dollar share buyback per program. So, man, if that's any indication of what we're going to see on Friday, uh, we may see the financials uh, have done well this last quarter.
1: And that's that's good news. I mean, we're not cheering for the big fat cat bankers. Don't take anything political in this. But uh, I mean, the financials in general provide a really good canary in a coal mine for how the economy is doing overall. The super consumer banks benefit when the consumer activity is up. Big investment banks obviously benefit from the stock market and asset moves. And uh, companies like Ally, uh, if memory serves, that's the former portfolio from GMAC Finance, meaning they got a boatload of car car loans and a boatload of mortgages that they administer. So that's good news for Consumer Front as well. A good financial sector is a good indication of what the earnings season could look like.
0: Yeah, it really is. And let me just uh, kind of uh, front run a little bit here, uh, Dave. We have two things. So we have KB Homes comes out after the market closes today. Um, That one's going to be a kind of a key number for for construction. And then we have Delta Airlines reports before the market opens tomorrow. Hopefully we'll have that in time for you and our discussion. Um, And that will give us some indication of the airlines.
1: Absolutely. So once again, getting back to it was an up day yesterday. Don't know whether there was optimism or bargain hunting, and we got kind of a crummy inflation report today, even though we should note that it was what the market said it expected beforehand. 45 minutes before we open, how are we looking on the futures markets this morning?
0: You know, we are fluctuating, Dave. Um, before the reports came out, uh, we were at about one, one oh five, one ten on the Dow, and, uh, After the earnings report came out, it hit up 150, 160. Now we're back down to 105 right now, up about three-tenths of a percent on the Dow. S&P 500 is up about four-tenths of a percent. That's almost $18. And then the NASDAQ is up the biggest right now, up $105. That's up almost seven-tenths of a percent. So so not bad. Uh, Everything's looking green, not as green as it had been. And it is trailing down right now as we head into the open. Um, the commodity side we've got a lot of green ink there too silver's up three quarters of a percent Dave it is trying hard to get over 23 dollars an ounce just can't quite get there Uh, gold is up a quarter of a percent and crude oil is uh, going sky sky high Dave up a little over one percent to 82 dollars and seven cents a barrel and I saw about a 18 cent increase in the gas price on my uh, my drive into work
1: i think i was a rocket scientist to fill up with gas on friday afternoon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I got a good price on friday i actually found it at 207 somewhere or 307 somewhere yeah 207 i'd cause uh, a oh, yeah some-
0: yeah you definitely would
1: 3.07, which still seemed awful cheap. Overseas markets, everything was up pretty much. The Asian rim market was happy with what they saw from us yesterday. We had some gains up over 1% in places. Europe is seeing how we're reacting to our inflation numbers and keeping up some positive ink, too, halfway through their trading day over on the European side of the pond. Keeping track of what's going on, we keep saying over and over again, Philip, we can't control what the numbers are going to do in the morning. All we can do is guesstimate what's going to affect them. If that's your retirement account that's at stake listening to this, you really need to have a plan. How do I get a hold of you to get that plan?
0: Then they give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design to help them design the retirement they always dreamed of. Uh, join us on this weekend's Statler Financial Radio Show. 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730
1: and 95.3 FM. Aren't you happy that you don't have to hesitate anymore and check and see whether there's a football game?
0: Uh, exactly. You know, it's nice. Now, maybe we have a basketball game here or there, but uh, not often.
1: Absolutely. I heard you yeah. hesitate a little bit. No, nope, football season's over, and we're not necessarily happy with that. Uh, we'll be back again here tomorrow morning again on the phone on 105.7 Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you in the morning.
0: Hi, right, man. Thanks.
1: Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler.
0: Hey, folks, I want again thank you for joining us today. Uh, We love doing this for you guys. Uh, If we can be of any assistance, if we can help in any way, be a resource, please reach out to us, anything investment, retirement related. Uh, Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Hey, until tomorrow, have a great day.